Hi everybody, I'm Steve Martin, I'm the Associate Chief Nurse for MPFT and we're here today to talk about the professional nurse advocate role and how we're rolling that out across the trust. So I've got colleagues joining me today um, on this podcast. I'm going to ask a few questions. I'm going to have a bit of a conversation so people can help understand what the professional nurse advocate role can bring to our clinical teams and our trust overall. So I guess the first point is what is a professional nurse advocate? So what what, what does it mean to people and what, what is it? Is there anyone who's willing to perhaps share their thoughts on that? Hi, I'm Dawn Beecher, clinical lead with Newcastle District Nursing Teams. I think we do, as a trust, I think um, supervision, we're very good at supervision overall. And I think, of course, PNA is more restorative supervision, but I think that we do cover that uh, as a trust very well anyway. I do think that we have got several members of staff that just lately, I suppose, with the, the pandemic, have been finding things very difficult. And they've been going off sick for large periods of time, coming back in and not coping so well. And I think for the band 60s who are doing supervision within the teams, that's quite a lot of, of hours that they're needed to have that quality supervision and restorative. And I think that's where myself as a PNA would come in to support those band sixes and take some of that because we found that our band six has been taken at home because we've been told some quite personal things as well of how that member of staff is feeling. And I think if you're supervising 10, 15, 20 staff a month, that's a lot to take on. And I think that's some, you know, that we can help with that, hopefully, and support them the best we can. Well, thanks, Dawn. And I guess just to build on that, so professional nurse advocate is about supervision, it's about supporting the staff, it's about that well-being offer. And I guess a professional nurse advocate, you know, this is something that started out in, in midwifery. Uh, Ruth May set about the ambition in response to COVID to um, deploy professional nurse advocates across all nursing. And it sounds like then, Dawn, that you've you, since qualifying then, you, you as a professional nurse advocate, you've started to to support staff in your role then does it and and is that how how, how have you done that then it's really um ad hoc because we're involved with the teams for an example to do with incident reporting so we we have a conversation about an incident that goes in um, and you often find out through conversation how people are feeling, how they're talking. And I think with teams, and you can now meet face to face, you know, you can see their body language and how they are. Um, as long as you know, you ask for them to put the camera on and you have that conversation. And I think we, as a leadership team as well, that we know if anyone has rang in sick that morning from any of the teams. So we, we then contact the band 60s and see if the team is safe. And then they would discuss with us if they've got any concerns about any staff or any supervisions they've had that maybe we can help with. So it's very much that focus on that well-being. Yes. Uh, and, and I guess using the A-equipped a model helps that, does it, given that framework, given the, the QI focus as well? Yeah. And, yeah. and, and yeah. I think we can have that conversation with them probably that it's not they're not as close to the, that band six. You know, when they're working in that team, they may not want to have those discussions with someone that's managing them directly. You know, they 
they'll probably have some supervision, but they probably wouldn't go in, in depth. And I, I think, you know, we, we build some good relationships with the staff. And I think because I've worked in the teams as a band five and then as a band six sister, you know, I know quite a lot about the teams and how they run. And I think that helps. Brilliant. And I guess the, the other point is, what would you say the impact will be long term then? I, th I think at the moment it's still so new for us because I think it, the edges are a little bit blurred because we've got Soothe Buddies and we've got Wellbeing and we've got clinical supervision and we have uh, that the Ops Leads also, you know, do supervision. We have group supervision of Band 5s and it's known sometimes, you know, it isn't a defined, I suppose, role as such because we're there to support staff. But I think we've got a lot of learning ourselves because I'm new in post. This is new to us. And it's about where we fit in because we don't want to be duplicating because, you know, people can feel like they're over-supervised. We need to be there when they feel that they need us. But, yeah. of course, you're always going to have staff who may be not as confident to come forward and speak to us. And that's where building the relationships with them, I suppose, and trust will come into it. But I think we need to find where we fit in to the whole of the structure of well-being. And I guess by addressing the well-being of our workforce would, would help that presenteeism yes. and, and retention of staff yes. and can only support attendance at work. So thanks, Dawn. Okay. Is, is there anyone else who wants to share what a PNA is, Rachel? We're only a small group at South Staff's Track and Triage. I'm a discharge liaison sister for South Staff's Track and Triage team. So, and we are a small group that's changed dramatically from pre-COVID. Pre-COVID, we only worked nine till five, Monday to Friday, and now we work eight to eight, seven days a week. So to try and ensure safe discharges from all the local hospitals into MPFT with with or a lot of pressures from the hospitals that are bursting point to try and get it as quick as possible, but as still as safely as possible. So we've had a lot of changes to the way we work and that the pressures on us. We've always had pressures to get people out quick and safe, but it's been exacerbated during the COVID-19 yeah. project. So we have, um, since doing the course last year at Wolverhampton, we've set up a, a weekly meeting that's jokingly called Motivational Mondays. So, but we we just, it's basically, we have a board and that any anybody got any concerns and they feel like they want to write it on the board, they can do, or they can just bring it to the meeting and verbally discuss it or email me in advance. And I'm the opposite of Claire, really. If they don't want to go up to our senior management, I'm a band six, so they can bring it to their peers and then we'll discuss it and see if everybody feels the same or is this one person feeling different to everybody else? And then we'll try and work out how we can go forward with that and how we can support people, not only with me being as a PA, but as our team. So we've got a lot of experienced nurses in our group that have all got different aspects on how to, to help each other. And we use the board as well to, as as a, a bullet point for 
important changes. At the minute, we're having a lot of changes in pathways and different things happening. And although we, we have them all on emails and different things, we can sometimes be bombarded with emails and like, oh, I'll, I'll read all them. So it's just highlighting important points in our team as well with, with the supervision groups and things like that. So. Uh and I think that's a great example, Rachel, of where, you know, the, the professional nurse advocate role has implemented a quality improvement. You know, Motivation Monday board sounds brilliant. And and I guess, what, what do you see the impact is of that then? Everybody feels more included in the team. So nobody's missed out on something because everybody knows what's happening. I think everybody feels included and has got a voice and listened to so because we're all quite respectful and things as ground rules were set out before we have the meeting that nobody's request or nobody's thing is to be belittled or everybody's listened to even if that person doesn't think it's very important to themselves but so I think it, it helps staff feel more confident in their work. I think it helps feel, staff feel listened to. I think it's more job satisfaction. And hopefully it helps with retainment of staff because it's a happier, more listened to workforce. And I think thanks for that example, Rachel. I think it's a real positive example of how a you know, professional nurse advocate can impact on a team and support that quality agenda as well and the wellbeing agenda. So that's that's really positive. I think we've covered an awful lot there um, in, our, in this first podcast on professional nurse advocacy. Uh, I think we've had some really good examples where it can impact. So um, I think the things that I'm hearing are, you know, from a professional nurse advocate, what they will bring into a team, they would bring in that well-being focus, they would bring in that quality improvement, they'd, they'd bring in that advocacy for professionalism and development. Um, so that was a really useful conversation so um, really appreciate that um, and then thank you uh, Rachel and Dawn for contributing. <laughs>